Hi, I'm Jenny Whitehead, and this is my podcast. With different guests, we will be discussing relationships, families, and how to grow and strengthen them. Hi, this week we are going to be talking about um, a little more mature subject, a little more sensitive. Um, We will be talking about... um, marital sexuality and the different um, parts it plays within a marriage and the important importance it can play in a marriage. Um, so for me personally, this is super out of my comfort zone and I feel very awkward talking about it, especially like I know my parents and sister listen to this and so that like mortifies me a ton. In fact, so far they're the only ones that do, hoping to get more followers. But um. So that's what we're going to be talking about. And I've asked my husband to talk to us today. Um, I thought it would be nice to have a male perspective. And he's the only man that I talk to about this kind of stuff. And he specializes in it a little bit. He's a therapist. um, And he's done some work with LDS services and in his private practice. Um with this kind of stuff. So we'll kind of be talking today about different, different things. Um, so my husband is Jeff. Say hi. Hi, it's nice to be here. (laughs) Thanks. Um, okay. So we'll just get started. Um, so there, in the textbook that we've been kind of going off of, it talks about different, um, the different purposes for, um, marriage and marital sexuality. And so it talks about the importance of becoming one, a connection with God, strengthening bonds, and then procreation. So we're going to kind of talk about um, what those mean and what the importance is of it. So the first one they talk about again is becoming one. An elder Holland shares a really good quote that I liked. And he says um, that sexual union is a welding in matrimony, physical blending, symbolic of a larger, more complete union of eternal purpose and promise, a symbol of total union of their hearts, their hopes, their lives, their love, their family, their future, their everything. Jeff, did you have any thoughts on becoming one in a marriage? Well, I think it's a very important topic to be talking about. Um, especially as members of the church, um, because I think we have, uh, at least in the past, many examples of um, uh, leaders and and being taught what not to do, what's wrong, what's bad, what we need to avoid um, for youth and, and others. But we have very at least my experience has been very few um, messages about um, the importance of and the um, blessing of and the healthy aspects and and um, um, purposes of of sex and sexuality within marriage. And so 
um, I think it's a really important topic to be discussing. I know when I work with people, with couples who are struggling um, with um, sex in their marriage, um, it's often a very huge part of contention and uh, can really impact marriages negatively. And a lot of times it's because there's no, no communication around it. Um, people aren't really taught to communicate about it. It's just kind of, it's wrong and then you get married and then, okay, go for it. And a lot of people, um, I've noticed especially uh, women in couples um, have difficulty kind of negotiating kind of um, those two complete opposites kind of from one to the other, if that makes sense. No, it does. I, I can relate to that. Um, it was always, I don't know if it was a generational thing, but it was, yeah, it was a very ta- taboo subject. It's not something that you talked about, and if you did, it was not a appropriate and it was all the reasons to not to and yeah again the bad and dirty and so it's hard to it is hard to wrap your head around it um but yeah I think the communication aspect that you mentioned is a huge part of it for especially in like the becoming one um yeah if I could just add another thing too Mm -hmm. I think it's contributed it contributes to um or has contributed to a bit of a culture of shame. Mm. And so I think, um, at least growing up, if you had any questions about sex or um, you weren't sure about it, you kind of kept it to yourself. You didn't say anything. And uh, if there was any kind of um, uh, exploration around sex, you, you kept it secret and felt ashamed because uh, it was bad and, and awful. and. And so I think that's kind of crept into a lot, at least people our ages, um, perspectives mm-hmm. on, on sex. Yeah, I know that's good. One of the first um, paragraphs in this chapter, it talks about a mom and a daughter sitting together and the daughter's 15 and the daughter says, mom is sex better than candy. And it says, well, most mothers might be taken aback by such a question. This mother, without any hesitation, responded, oh, yes, dear, with your husband in an eternal marriage, sex is far better than candy. So that was like the first thing I read when I read this chapter. And I thought, oh, my heck, I don't know if I would have been able to. That was a very healthy way to respond to that question. But it seems like so, I don't know, seems like so out of my wheelhouse and and thinking of things that way. Um, okay, so then we talk about a connection with God. And this one's I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around. Um, I, I don't see how the two correlate very well. Do you have any thoughts on it at all? I have a quote I can read while you're pondering if you want. Um, yeah, go ahead with the quote. Okay, so again, this is from Elder Holland. And he says, sexual intimacy is a sim- is symbolic of a union between mortals and deity, between our otherwise ordinary and fallible humans uniting for a rare and special moment with God himself and all the powers by which he gives life in this wide universe of ours. Indeed, if our defini- definition of sacrament is that 
is that act of claiming, sharing, and exercising God's own inestimable power than I know of virtually no other divine privilege so routinely given to us all, women or men, ordained or unordained, Latter-day Saint or non-Latter-day Saint, than the miraculous and majestic power of transmitting life, the unspeakable, unbroken power of procreation. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think going back to kind of what we were talking about, um, because of some of those perspectives and ideas, um, I think many of us um, grew up seeing sex as bad, and then when you're married, you have sex, you know about for children and that sort of thing but then oftentimes it becomes kind of a and maybe I think a lot for men it's kind of a way to um, satisfy maybe more lustful um, urges and desires kind of meeting a, a need a selfish need whereas um, what I appreciate about this quote is that when that does sex between a husband and wife um, in an eternal companionship is one thing in this life that can bring us the closest to God because we're, um, well, it's a, we're using the power of creation um, and connection, and it can actually be a very um, spiritual experience, which sounds weird to kind of connect those two. Um, that doesn't mean that you're saying a prayer before and after and that sort of thing. <laughs> But it, it can be a, a very significant uh, opportunity to connect with your partner. And when you're connecting with your partner, um, I think you connect to God. Thank you. I know um, when I was, before we were married, I met with the state president for my temple recommend, and he was kind of talking about marriage and um, like, oh, you're going to fight about toothpaste or toilet paper sometimes and that's just and anyway he was just giving different I don't know if tips but just kind of insights on marriage and he talked about the importance of even just skin time being skin on skin with your partner and I thought that was so weird coming from my stake president um but I I can appreciate the council more now as I'm learning and understanding more about intimacy I think and it it wasn't about sex. It was about connecting and closeness and becoming one. Um, yeah. So one of the other ones is strengthening bonds um, and how it can help strengthen emotional, spiritual bonds through um, sexual relations and marriage. And... Um, President Kimball actually said, There is nothing unholy or degrading about sexuality in itself, for by that means men and women join in an expression of love. Anything? Um, yeah, I think, I, I can't remember what you just said earlier before that quote, but around kind of emotional and... Um, emotional and spiritual bonds. Emotional and spiritual bonds, and when I think of at least emotional bonds... Um, I think of kind of creating emotional safety and the importance or the significance that um, of emotional safety and vulnerability in order to enjoy 
um, sex, sex and sexual expression in a way that um, I think it was meant to be, and as President Kimball mentioned. So I think another piece that's really, really important is that I don't think we can have a, sex, a healthy sex life that is spiritual and emotional connection without communicating. Mm -hmm. And um, I think in, in working with couples that I have, the thought of talking about, talking about sex, talking about um, what we like, what we dislike, what, what we each um, see the purpose of it as, um, what's important to us, um, and why, um, I think kind of communicating about these things can, can bring more of a closeness and connection, um, and can create a, a more fulfilling and emotional and spiritually safe experience for, for those involved. I think a lot of times it's just kind of, uh, something that happens or you do, or I'm doing it to satisfy my wife or my husband, there's not a lot of talk about it. We just don't talk about it. And that can create uh, challenges and resentments and uh, difficulties. So that communicating about sex and being open about that is such an important, I think, piece in, in creating those those bonds. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that, important. Yeah, I know that makes a lot of sense. Well, even it's in the textbook, it mentions marital sex is designed to protect and strengthen emotional bonds, which will in turn influence your marital sexuality and satisfaction. And it's like a cycle that the more, like if you can get the communication in there and are yeah, having proper communication and proper, not like safety, but feeling safe within your intimacy, it will just be a cycle where things just continue to get better and healthier. Um, there was another quote that I really liked, and I wrote it down, but I can't remember who said it. But it talks about moving past pleasure. Oh, if you move past pleasure as a goal and seek intimate connection with our souls. Um, which I really liked, because again, I think, like you were mentioning, Jeff, that a lot of times it's just about... A lot of times we can focus on the pleasure aspect on it, on it when we'll feel and have more real intimacy when we're when we're looking for more of a like of our souls connecting rather than just the pleasure aspect and then when we get it's kind of like a win-win when we can connect with our souls and have that emotional connection then our the pleasure side will be reached anyway well it'll be far greater yeah um and then last one is procreation which i think we all know multiply and replenish the earth be fruitful um, and i know that some people struggle in that area and had problems and i know that can be frustrating and hard but um yeah that is also one of the purposes of it and i think that's one that is talked about the most especially within our maybe culture and religion and so i don't feel like i need to talk about that too too much but I did want to talk a little bit with you, Jeff, about um, realistic sex. I think a lot of times we look at movies and TV shows and 
I know we shouldn't be watching those kinds of movies and TV shows, but it comes in almost anything you watch. There's, um, so it comes in almost anything you watch. Um, and it's not typically very realistic. Um, it usually shows amazing experiences and happening a ton of the time and always perfect and romantical and everything. And, and I think it can get, um, well, it's like the whole Instagram and Facebook thing where you see everybody looking fantastic, amazing, and then you kind of get depressed about, well, I don't make cookies with my kids. I am in my pajamas most of the day. Does that kind of make sense where we get just unreal expectations of of sex, I guess. Um, and in the textbook, they talk about the good enough sex approach, where if you can focus on, if you just know that sometimes it's going to be good and sometimes it's going to be okay, you'll feel more, um, more satisfied in, in your life and your approach to it. Any thoughts on, on realistic expectations? I think that's another important thing to talk about in relationships is in terms of what are our expectations, what is realistic. I mean, like you said, the culture that we live in is very, for lack of better terms, it's kind of a pornified culture where, you know, things have to be this certain way or we're supposed to react in a certain way during sex or we're supposed to... Um, look and feel specific ways and and yeah it's just like most things it's not realistic and it kind of leads to a greater sense of uh being feeling unfulfilled or feeling that resentment or feeling when in reality that's not um that's not how it really is so having those conversations and connecting around that i think is a really important another really important piece to, to talk about and to to uh communicate with or communicate about no that's good I know I don't know how much <laughs> to go into here but I know I was talking with a friend um, who felt like she was a bad wife because she didn't she didn't always have the strong desire but her husband did and so she said she made the goal of okay I'm gonna put on a fancy nighttime outfit every day for a week and husband loved it but she almost grew to resent it more. Um, and I think there just needs to be like a balance of <laughs> balance on both sides where he needs to be understanding of her situation and she needs to be well, understanding of her situation as well, but also of his needs too. I don't know. What do you think about uh, that? Well, I think, uh, as we're talking on, I'm, I'm just kind of, another really important thing that we never haven't really touched on is that I think um, healthy sexuality within a marriage, another way that it allows us to become more like uh, our Heavenly Father is that it's, it, it's about being unselfish mm. and it's about um, um, becoming one, but um, looking to 
to meet each other's needs um, equally, not, you know, it's not all on one side or, or the other, or just, I want this, so that's what has to happen. It's about being able to work together unselfishly for each other, mm-hmm. which I think um, brings us closer together, but also brings us um, more like our Heavenly Father. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Perfect. So I think that's kind of a very basic and quick rundown of of marital sexuality and the different um, the different purposes of it and being realistic in it and hopefully looking to get a healthy balance in your marriage and relationship. Um, any more nuggets of wisdom you would like to share with us? I think the other piece, and um, this is kind of one of those things where do what I say, not as I do, but uh, something I need to continue working on is how we talk about it with our children, Mm -hmm. I think is extremely important. Um, Being, being open and willing to have those conversations and not be, you know, ashamed by the conversations, not shaming when our children have questions, um, having it be an important and open topic. I think that helps to create um, a greater awareness of of the real purposes of it. Um, obviously, the dangers of of um, of not seeing it um, these ways, but also making it something for our kids to really understand, and it, it can be something to look forward to in a mm-hmm. healthy and positive way, versus something to keep secret and and um, be ashamed of. Um, I think the more we do that, the the less likely um, our children are to um, experiment with those things in in different ways um, and then kind of keep them secret, which, again, can lead to that cycle of shame. Those are great points. Thank you. Perfect. Okay, so that was our podcast this week. Thanks to my amazing husband for being willing to talk to me about these things. And, yeah, we'll hopefully... Um, have another one for you next week. Thanks. Bye.